Chinuch of Aleph, Arze Halvonoin, discusses the Asoro Haruge Malchus, the ten mortars, as well as on Yom Kippur, under the name of Ela Eskira, is also discussion of Asoro Haruge Malchus. It's brought down that, that these Tzadikim, the Tanoim, are a kapara from Mechiros Yosef for the selling of Yosef at Tzadik. The question is, why specifically on Tishabov do we read about the Asara Haruge Malchus? Yomar Roshonah Dachyot Ches tells us Mises Tzadikim, the death of Tzadikim is Kisreifah's base of It's compared to the destruction of the base of Medosh, to the burning of the base of Medosh. So, of any time, it's appropriate to discuss the Asara Haruge Malchus, his great Tanoim, his Tzadikim, on the same day that the base of Medish was destroyed. I'd like to focus a few minutes specifically on one Tana, that of Rabbi Kiva. After there's a mention, a discussion of Rabbi Shmuel and the horrific tragedies and tortures that he went through, we'll read inside, he says over here, in Chof Aleph, afterwards, after Ishmael was killed and tortured, they brought Rabbi Kiva. Discussing his greatness in learning, his charifus, his sharpness, his tremendous svara, as besore misarikin, masvek shel barzal they took his, his metal combs, his iron rods, and they tortured Rekiva, Lishtabra, to break him. His Neshama left him as he finished saying, Shema Yisrael Hashem, Akein Hashem Echad, by the last word, there's always Mepharshim explained that Echad is to unify something that we said, it is a kapara for Mechiris Yosef, for the Yosef Tzadik was sold, and the Shvatim were not Echad, Klaiso was not Echad, it's in the Shinam. so now with the Echad, with the one unity together, that's when Neshama left him. The source of this part of the Kina is a Gemara in Brachas Daf Samach Aleph with Beis, where the Gemara relates this Maisa of how Rabbi Kiva was taken out. And I want to share with you a very powerful question the Rabbi Yosef Chaim of Baghdad, otherwise known as the, the Ben Yishchai in the Sefer Ben Yoyada on Gemara. Yes, on this Gemara and Brachas Daf Samach Aleph. So what just happened here? Rabbi Kiva is taken out. He's being tortured. He's saying Shema Yisrael. He's mekabel Omal Chushemayim. He's telling them, scream out to him. Say, Rabbi, how much pain can you suffer at a time like this? He's saying Shema Yisrael. To which he stops and responds, Call Yomai all the days of my life. I've been anticipating, looking forward to such an opportunity. What was he referring to? 
we say in Shema, V'haftis Hashem lekecha v'chol levavcha, v'chol nafshecha, v'chol meyadecha. V'afilo noitos nafshecha. Even if they take your nefesh. So Rabbi Kiva said, I always said these words, and that was mekabal omal chushemayim, that if this day should come, then that's what it means. I'm ready to accept. Now the day came, I shouldn't accept. This is the conversation they're having as he's being tortured and saying Shema Yisrael. Ask the Ben Yishchai. I don't understand what's going on. It's Zman Kriya Shema, as Rashi says. He's saying Shema Yisrael Hashem Akein Hashem Echad. He stops. He has a conversation. He answers his Talmidim. He continues saying Shema Yisrael Hashem Akein Hashem Echad. He also Nishmasa Bechad. His soul leaves him with the word of Echad in his lips. One. How does he interrupt? How does he say Shema Yisrael? Have a conversation and go back and finish saying Shema Yisrael. This is the question the Ben Yishchai asks. Before we answer this question, let's go back now to the beginning of that Gemara. Gemara says, "Pamachas Gozro Malchus Harusha shall ask Yisrael b'Tayra." The Romans made a decree, no one's allowed to learn Torah, you're not allowed to teach Torah. There was a Yid, whole discussion of what kind of person he was, that's not for now. His name was Papus ben Yehuda. He found Rabbi Kiva, was gathering groups of people, Makel Kihilo Izberabim, and what were they doing, what were these groups of people doing? Vo'isig Batayra. They were learning Torah together in public. So Papus ben Yehuda said, "Akiva, I don't understand. Didn't you didn't you hear the the Xera? It's forbidden to teach Torah. Why why are you doing this? Why are you gathering everybody in public to teach Torah?" So Akiva says over a marshal, a famous marshal that we've probably heard over the years. This marshal was from Rebbe Kiva. And the Marsha and others explained the depths of this marshal, which we'll get to afterwards. What's the marshal? There's a fox who's roaming around a, a pond with fish. And he strikes a conversation with one of these fish. And he says to the fish, why don't you come out here in the dry land? You look very nervous and scared from the traps, from the traps of the fishermen. To which the fish responds, it's if you they call the smart one of the animals, you're a tippish. There's nothing smart about you at all. If I go out on the dry land, I will surely die. If I stay here in the, in the water, at least there's a chance that I'll survive. That's the marshal. Said Rabbi Kiva. We have to learn Torah. We have to teach Torah. The Rambam said it was a Gzera Shmad. So and any act that they would tell you to do, you don't listen to them. Even more so, Limar Torah, Eitzik and Torah. The Masha, he addresses this Gemara. And he explains 
that this fox in the mushal or the Avdekhavim, the idol worshippers, who are compared to the animals that are tame, the animals that are impure, and the fish, they are Kla Yisrael. The fish are Kla Yisrael. The traps from the fishermen, these are the Xeris, these are the Krees. Over the centuries that we are told not to learn Torah, not to keep the mitzvahs. This is the fox said to the fish, come out from the water. The water is the Torah. Whoever's thirsty, go drink the water. Which water is this? This is the water of the Torah. But their goal was to vatal the Torah. Their goal was to nullify Klayisel from Limanat Torah. To make us stop learning. Because even they knew the power of the Torah that we have. To the point where they wanted to stop it. Then the Marsha, he focuses on the words, which was a bit confusing to me, where the fox said to the fish, come out to the dry land. Come out, out of the water, and let's live together the same way that our forefathers lived together. Well, what, is, what, is, what is he talking about? When does the fish and the fox ever live together? Fish can't survive out of water. The fox can go in the water. It doesn't. It needs, needs dry land. Before we get to the, the Masha, I saw one shot that for 63 years, the fox and the fish lived together. The fox is, is Esau. The fish is Yaakov. For 63 years they lived together. And as if to say, we're all one. The Romans want to say, we're all one. We're brothers. Let's live a life together, void of mitzvahs. And that's the pshat over here that Marshal wants to say. That by Bayis Rishon, by the Chorim Bayis Rishon, when it says Al Azam is Tirasi, the Gemara and the Darim Daf Pe Aleph Amar Aleph, the Gemara says they asked a question to the Chachamim, to the Neviim, to the Malachi Asharis, and nobody knew the answer to this question. Until Hashem Himself came and gave the answer to the question. What was the question? What was the question that they didn't have an answer to? Until Hashem himself had to give the answer. Alma of the Horitz, why was the land of Eretzel lost? Chorim Beit Samigdash, we know, in Bayez Rishon, was because of the Gimel Chamuris, Gila Rais, Shrikh Zdam, Abadazari, morality, idolatry, and bloodshed. But to lose the land of Eretzel, that it should be destroyed to such a degree, Alma of the Horitz, they didn't have an answer to that. And the reason why they didn't have an answer is because people were learning Torah on a superficial, external level. And that's, that is part of the answer as to why they didn't know, because people were learning Torah. But they learned it as a subject matter. There's biology, 
There's science, math, Gemara. The purpose of Lima Taira is the Bach explains in Simim Zayin, the Filchus Birchas Taira, is to create in yourself a level of Kedusha. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu will come and dwell inside of you. Limon is not just to know what you do, what you don't do, but it's to create a, a level of Kedush inside of yourself so Hashem could live and dwell inside of you. And that's not what they were doing. They were doing it just to know the do's and don'ts, like a subject matter. So Hashem said, I'm not going to stay here anymore. And the Shekhinah left. So the Gemara explains in the Darim and the Mepharshim over there. That was by Bittu Taira. That was Bittu Taira. That was by Yisrishon. This is the Mashal that Reki was telling Papas ben Yehuda, we need every single second to be involved. And if the Romans decree against us that we can't be involved, that's our oxygen. Just like the fish needs the water and cannot survive at all without it, we cannot survive without Limrat Taira, without Asik and Taira. Let's now come back. Let's not come back to the question from the Ben Yishchai. How is it possible that Rikki was interrupting Shema Yisrael to answer his Talmidim? Okay, it's, it's already the question that which they asked. How could he be saying Shema Yisrael? But we got the answer to that. But we got the answer while he was saying Shema Yisrael. Ben Yishchai says we don't understand what's really happening. We think that Rabbi Kiva was taken out, which was Yom Kippur, on Yom Kippur, and killed on Yom Kippur, and this happened one time. Explains the Ben Yishchai, Rabbi Kiva was tortured numerous times. He was taken out, and he was tortured with his iron rods, and never knew when the last breath of his life would be. So he said, Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekein Hashem Echad. And after that, his Talmudim said, Rebbe, how could you, how could you be saying Shema at a time like this? And we saw the answer, we heard the answer. All the days of my life have been anticipating to Mikhail Hashem Shemaim. Like we say in Shema, even if they take away your nefesh, your life. But this didn't happen just once. This is a conversation they had after Riki was tortured. He said Shema Yisrael. They asked the question. And they answered. And this. The last time. That his life was tortured. Took place in Yom Kippur. That's when his Neshama left. With Echad. If, if we can think of a theme. A Tzad HaShav. A common denominator. I think it's quite clear it's Eisek Atayr, it's Limen Atayr. 
It's G'dayle Yisrael, the Tanaim, that they all became great G'daylim because of their involvement in Torah. The Tainis is not just, and especially the Kinnis, not just to recite the Kinnis and feel bad about what happened. But it's a day of Tshuva. Tshuva gives us the opportunity to improve our ways and to try to change that next year we won't be reciting Kinnis on Tisha B'Av. But next year it could be a day of Yontif, like the Navi tells us. I want to just conclude with a story. A story that made a major impact from someone who said something in passing. Over 22 years ago, I was dating. And I got a name, and I had to call someone up to, to teachers to find out about this person. One of the people on the list was Rebetzin Reisman. We saw Reisman Shlita, his, his Rebetzin. And we saw Reisman, of course, is the Rav and Agoda, Shivan Tevedas, gives the Navi Shir, the Chule Vechule. And as I'm asking Rebetzin Reisman about this person, I mentioned to her that I'm having a hard time getting in touch with a certain Rav whose name was on this um, on this list of references. So she said, as Masih she said like this, she said, well, why don't you just find out which base of Medrash he learns in? He has to be learning somewhere at night. And she just took it as a fact. That's what a man does at night. At night, he goes to a base medrash. That's his job. The nighttime was created as the nighttime was created for Limar Taira. So find out which base medrash he's in. And that's the attitude. That's how we can change the situation. That we won't be saying next year in Tishabov. When there's more Eitzekatayra, a correct, proper attitude to life, that if I have time to learn, I'm going to learn. In conclusion, this keynote, as the Yisoyed Rishosh says, should be said with tears, as is the other keynotes as well. And it could be difficult to try to connect and relate to something that happened so many years ago, centuries ago. Unfortunately, HaKadosh Baruch Hu has given us other reasons to cry as well. I just want to mention one of these tragedies and maybe we can combine the tears of that tragedy along with the tears of Arzi Halvonoin to cry properly. There was there was a Yid, there's a man, Harry Rosenberg, who unfortunately lost his wife, Leyelenu to Yanamachla to cancer. Same year he also lost both of his parents to COVID. And he wanted to start a new he moved out of Flatbush 
and he moved to Surfside in Miami. And he was there when the building collapsed. Unfortunately, it's a few days before that his daughter and son-in-law came to visit him as well. And they were also there when the building collapsed. Because Baruch was talking to us. We can make a difference. We can change. Collectively, collectively, all of us, we can make the difference that next year should be a Tishabov of a Yantif.